you said a prayer before the race on that one. And I remember you prayed and I was like, Oh God, I, I need all of the prayer. and Cause <laughs> you had asked if anybody wanted to pray before the race. And I was like, yeah. yep, me. <laughs> let's, do it, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I vividly remember that uh, us getting together and praying before the race. And it was great. You're listening to the run the riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio. And man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to episode 110 of the Run the Riot podcast. And today, I almost call this like Rocky Raccoon Part 2 because we talked with Nicole last week about her win. And this week, we're going to talk to my friend, Roger Rolden, who uh, he lives in South Louisiana. And uh, I have the privilege of coaching him. And uh, we talk about his experience at Rocky Raccoon. Roger is a father, a husband, an associate professor in the College of Nursing. Uh, he does all kinds of things. And see, Ro- Roger and I had a, uh, we ran a few races together in South Louisiana. And uh, when he was set to run the Voodoo 130, which is from Baton Rouge to New Orleans, he, he asked me to, to coach him because uh, I ran the Rouge Orleans, which was basically on the same course. And uh, man, he trained hard. He put in the work and uh, he ended up winning uh, the Voodoo, the first Voodoo 130. And so, uh, yeah, man, it was pretty awesome. And then uh, before he did Voodoo, uh, you'll hear us talk about it. Roger DNF'd at Rocky Raccoon, and he'll he'll share a little bit about it wasn't really a physical thing. It was a mental thing. And, um, and so I had the privilege to continue coaching him, and we talk about his redemption at this year's Rocky Raccoon. And he did a great job. Roger's a great guy, um, and he always strives to maintain balance. I mean, he's a father and, and, and a husband, and he's a busy guy, but he does a good job of training for these big old races, and um, but but keeping the balance. And so, uh, man, we had a great conversation. You're gonna love it. Um, like I said, he's a he's a great dude. But real quick, before we get started, we need to thank our sponsors first. Uh, some of you may have seen my post this week, man. Uh, my knee has been giving me some issues with uh with the weather changing. It is cold here in Oklahoma. We've get we got like inches of sleet. It wasn't snow. It was sleet. It's so white outside. It's crazy. Um, and then we got snow and everything's frozen. And well, my knee started hurting randomly, and uh, I hadn't had trouble with it in a while. Well, uh, product you've heard me advertise before, man. Pure Tiva. I've been putting the roll on that's rich in magnesium on my knee, and man, it helps so much. Um, and so look, I just I share um the things that work for me. This works for me. If you go to tiva.terio.run, yeah, it's an affiliate link, but it works for me. And so I share it with you. If you want to go to the affiliate link and check it out, and if you get some, man, it's 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 a great product. It's made in the USA. I also use their Tiva tabs to take. I get a, a more restful sleep when I take them. And they're also developing these gummies to sleep. Um, and uh, maybe I'll, once I get all the information, I'll share it, but... I'm getting to test them out, and man, I sleep so good with those two. Um, but the roll-on and the cream work really well when I when I hurt something, when I have a sore muscle, and I, I've, I've used the roll-on on my Achilles, and it's working wonders on my knee. So check it out. Go to tiva.terio.run or tiva.theriot.run, and tiva is spelled T-I-V-A. And we're also brought to you by the Full Moon 50K. 
But it's not only a 50K, it's the full moon 25K, 50K, and now a 50 mile. It's in Perryville, Arkansas, July 16th and 17th. And uh, if you want some information on that, go to fullmoon50k.com. It's a, man, a fun race. I was just talking to my daughter uh, who lives in South Louisiana, and we're probably going to meet there because I'm doing at least a 50K. And uh, she'll probably come up and run the 25K, maybe the 50K. Might be able to talk her into it. But uh, proceeds from the race, uh, as well as all donations, go to the Arkansas Ultra Running Cross Country Fund, which uh, helps cross-country teams in areas that uh, have a concentration of low-income students, and also to the Logan Wilcoxon Memorial Fund that benefits the Arkansas chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So run a great race with some great people and give to some great causes. And as always, we're brought to you by the Outlaw Race Series. Um, Man, Outlaw... 100 and 135 and all the way down to the 5k just happened uh and uh i'm hearing from people they had a blast the weather was beautiful it was a tough race but a lot of people just got to to suffer and accomplish some huge goals but check out the outlaw race series go to www.outlaw100.com so many races the flat rock lake mcmurtry the the new greater roadrunner uh, trail run and at Roman Nose State Park. There's the Flower Moon and Paul Huska, the Dark and Dirty, the Thunderbird. And then, of course, the Outlaw 100. And I'll be at Flower Moon. I'll be at, I think, Thunderbird. Um, I'll also be at the Lake McMurtry run running. So, man, come out. Uh, say hi and just hang out, man. You don't even have to run a long distance. You can, if it's, if it's in your plans, you can come run a short distance and hang out and eat food and, and hang out with everybody. It's good. Good atmosphere. And uh, we're also brought to you by Exoskin. Check it out, www.exoskin.us, and use code RUNTHERIOT to get a discount. You know I love those exo toes on my feet. Keep my feet happy. And uh, we are also brought to you by Runner's World. You go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com, and if you're in the Tulsa area, man, just stop by and tell them what you need or ask them what you need, and they will help you find it because they've got it all and there's so much experience uh between the people that work there uh man they can help you i mean from 5ks to ultra marathons somebody there has done the thing and they can help you with everything from nutrition to packs to training uh to shoes especially shoes they got a lot of shoes um and so get over there and check out my people at runner's world tulsa all right well let's uh let's get to the podcast you ready let's talk to my friend roger Rolden and the Rocky Raccoon Redemption. So, Roger, how you doing, man? How you recovering? Oh, it's been it. So- <laughs> my recovery would have been would, would have been, would be great at this point in time had it not been for the for the procedure that i did yesterday no, um, not- <laughs> yeah because my body feels back to normal but now my feet are back to like something's something's not just not right <laughs> yeah yeah so so uh for those of you listening so roger just finished he ran rocky raccoon which will we're gonna circle around make a big circle and we're gonna get back to it but he also had some issues with his feet before and uh there were there were planter planter warts right on on both feet. yeah almost in the same exact spot um um same exact spot on both feet um it and you know honestly i don't know we haven't talked about it but like I, you know you know i only run pretty much primarily on road yeah um i haven't trained at all for trail prior to this one uh, except one 5k that i did with my daughter 
Um, but like, I didn't feel it at all during the race. It didn't even bother. Like I kept thinking like, I would bring it into my mind you yeah. know, that, 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 that was going on, but I, I didn't, it never bothered me the whole time. I would think about it and be like, yeah, it's not even a thing. And so it never was an issue. I think a combination of the shoes I switched to as well as running on the trails really made the difference for me not feeling the planner warts because I'd feel them. I told yeah. you it was like running, it was like running on Legos. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> on the road. Uh, and you'd feel it. And I'd wake up in the morning and sometimes it'd feel worse. I, sometimes I wouldn't have to step. It was just like a nerve pain that would run up through my foot when I wasn't even doing anything, just no, no pressure or anything. Um, uh. But whatever reason. And I told myself, I said, you know, and I'm sure you do this too, like that there's certain things that I can control. And that's one of the things that I can control. So I, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm not going to even talk about it. I'm not going to think about it. I wasn't even going to tell the bros, you know, the, my crew yeah. about it. But they asked me how I was doing. I said, well, since you asked, this is what's going on just in case something comes up along the way that we have to deal with. I got these two friends on my feet um, <laughs> that I may have to deal with uh nothing the whole time nothing ever happened about it so it's for everybody listening when he says the bros it's the b-r-e-a-u-x apostrophe <laughs> as the bros that's our that's our people uh <laughs> tara and shane bro that crewed crewed him so uh we'll definitely talk about them when we get around to it because they're amazing people so i'm going on about them yeah yeah so um so you, you uh you had the, the play which you and i had a conversation about it before there's really nothing you can you know you couldn't control so you just had to kind of deal with it um, and you couldn't have a procedure the week before your race to, you know, or anything. So you've had that procedure. Tell me about the procedure to get rid of it. Cause, cause yours is probably a little different from mine when I had a plan. So, yeah. So I'm fortunate that I have a wife that's a physician that specifically a dermatologist. This, so skin's her thing. So this is right up her alley. Uh, so I went yesterday, she numbed it up. Um, and then I, her nurse that works with her, I was talking to her this afternoon and she said, yes, I, I told her, I was like, it's bad now. I was like, I can't, I can't run. I, I ran yesterday. And the only thing that I was able to run yesterday a mile because they were still numb. Cause I was like, this is fine. There's nothing wrong. This doesn't hurt. I don't, I don't what's the deal? I didn't feel like I had anything down there. But it's cause they were still numb. I think from the lidocaine, but she, and uh, Tori, she was like, no, no, who's her nurse, my wife's nurse. Um, she was like, yeah, it looked pretty bad. I can't imagine that you ran yesterday. <laughs> so, so she dug them out and then she actually had a real, my right. You, have you run rocking? No, I haven't. I haven't. Well, we, uh, I don't know, it's Rudy. Like, yeah. That's and, I and I was talking to Tara about it on the way. Tara bro. Uh, she was one of my pacers and she said, I think this is probably rudier than, than, than Chico. Um, so that says a lot. Like, and so I yeah. beat a mess out of my right big toe. Like <laughs> it was as if I would just kept kicking like an anvil over and over again. Oh, no. I had a huge hematoma underneath my right toe. And so she drained that too. And that feels a lot better, uh, oh. but it probably that right big toenail is probably no longer with us. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for those listening, uh, I, I, I coach Roger, he, he approached me to, you know, get rid. And so I didn't even think about your procedure when I, when I prescribe, you know, some recovery stuff this week or whatever. So, so dude, you, you're off the hook, man. You just, <laughs> just do what you got to do to get through this oh. week and do your feet. So. Yeah. I, I didn't do today. And Frank, Frankie is my wife. And yeah. so she said, yeah, you probably, I ran yesterday. She was like, why did you run? <laughs> I was like, what? Cause it felt fine. Why would I not? And so I ran only a mile and I walked the rest of that 30 minutes. Yeah. And then today I'm like, I'm just going to not, I I, yeah. I feel like I need to stay off of it. It's only, they're both, 
it's on both feet, right? But it's only my left foot. I think that she probably had to go deeper in yeah. the award. Yeah. Um, and so if, if both of them were like my right foot, I think I could probably run. But yeah. it, my, that left foot is like, it's like someone has got a knife to it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we, we're just going to take it. I'm, I, and I'll even move it off a of training peak so that it doesn't turn up red. So yeah, that so you, it was, it was like, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. We're good. We're, we're all good. So, so quick question. And then we got to guess we got to get to running. But um, uh, I'm curious because when I had mine, it was on my heel and, and I had to go back multiple times for them to freeze it. And I just I'm, I'm just wondering what the I guess. And mine was pretty deep, so they had to do it a few times. I wonder what the difference is between, I guess, cutting it out. You just get it done. Yeah. Um, now, uh, she's the dermatologist, so yeah. I just have faith in her. And she's a very great dermatologist. I'll say it to be on the record. Yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Uh, she's your wife. You got to say that. <laughs> she got a good reputation from what I hear. So that's good. Yeah. I'll go that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, yeah, there, I think there's a lot, number of different treatments um, that you can do for warts. You can freeze them. You can inject them. You can cut them out. And she said, we're just going to cut it out. Um, yeah. She didn't put a fish in or anything. There's just a little bitty hole in my foot. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look pretty, um, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. And yeah. Cool. So, All yeah. right. Well, <laughs> and, and I hope, and I, I, and again, this is a Louisiana thing and you would probably know it. I, I, I thought about bringing a traitor. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So, so for those of you listening, um, Southern Louisiana, there's this, there's this, there are people that are called traiteurs and you can go to them and it's, it's, it's kind of integrated into the Catholic church. It's probably an amalgamation of all kind of yeah. stuff going on, spiritualism and all, but you could go to an, an um, lady across the street from my grandmother, a good friend of my grandmother was one. If you had a wart, you could go and they, they pray over it. And if you ask them and you believe it's supposed to go away and they have specialties, right? They have like yeah. doors yeah. for hemorrhaging, doors for warts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and, and across the street, the lady, he was, she was a wart one and yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it worked, but <laughs> maybe, maybe I didn't believe enough or something. I don't know. You gotta believe enough, David. That's, that's right. But I, I, I was just thinking though, if you go to, if you did go to one and you'd like, that it's on my feet <laughs> so you gotta take your shoes off and you know oh <laughs> uh, thought yeah. crossed my mind because yeah. i couldn't getting surgical before because yeah. of obvious reasons yeah uh, but yeah like i said it was fun okay that's that's good that's good well let's 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 circle way back and so as you heard rogers from from south you know south louisiana uh you show you uh where where were you are you from uh originally i'm originally from hammond okay so, hammond okay so I, to, to be honest with you, going back to the Traitor thing, there's it's different in South Louisiana uh, from Lafayette, where you're from that area. Right. And yeah, then from yeah. Hannah. So I didn't even know what that was. Okay. And even I remember when I first moved to, to, to this area, I'm a nurse. Uh, and so I'd, I'd be in the uh, ER uh, calling people from triage and I'd say, Simon, Simon, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Because in Hammond, it's more of a, it's more Creole than it is Cajun. Yep. yep. And so, and so that's the difference. And so, yeah, so I'm from Hammond. My, uh, my family's from New Orleans. Okay. Uh, and then we moved here, uh, actually from Texas, where we both were in school at the time when we got married. Okay. Uh, but Lafayette is amazing. It's an amazing place. This, air, this place is awesome. Awesome people. Yeah. Awesome food yeah. and everything. So, uh, yeah, this is home now for us. So, so I, I didn't realize that, man. How long have you been in Lafayette? 
Okay, my, uh, we moved when my daughter was two. She is now, so about 10 years, a little over 10 years. Okay. Now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with him and I, I was at a church in uh, Springfield. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, Lizard Creek off out of Springfield is, is next to Tickfall State Park. I don't know if you ever, yeah. been, you ever been out there. When you're yeah. coming out of Tickfall, there's a church right there. I was I lived in that little house right next to it for, for three yeah. years. Yeah, that's right. Close. I mean, that's, uh, it's kind of like Springfield is to Hammond what Youngsville is to Lafayette. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and, um, and so like you're. The, the culture was different there. It was more, it was kind of, there was some uh, Creole and it was almost like, um, like, I don't know, uh, Cajun meets country kind of. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, so it's a, just a little different, um, you know, once you hit, once you hit Baton Rouge going East and Gonzalez going Southeast, you start to put tomato in your gumbo. <laughs> yeah. That's a sin, dude. That's just wrong, man. I mean, my wife fight about that all the time. Cause she always jokes every time she's making a gumbo, she takes a picture of her holding a tomato and a knife above it. And I'm like, I'm not going to eat it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> son, we were in New Orleans one time for, uh, and we were at, we were at uh, lunch somewhere. My son ordered gumbo cause he loves gumbo and it was a tomato based gumbo. And he's like, mm, this is not gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. It's not a Cajun gumbo. It's a Creole gumbo. Yeah. Same, same thing with jambalaya, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like a brown jambalaya, but, but you go, you know, more Creole and it's real tomatoey. And I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I'll eat it, but I'm just not a huge fan of it, man. I just, oh, oh man. Yeah. But, uh, but Hammond, Hammond is a cool area and it has grown a lot in the oh, past. Yeah. I've um, still there. Yeah, the past ten years, man, it's it's blown up and 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 grown up. And I got a lot of good friends out out in that area that I, I miss. But so um, so when did you start? Uh, when did you start running? I don't even well, know this. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, I ran. So okay, so going back way back to high school. Yeah. Uh, even before that, I ran like summer track. Okay. But that was more just to do it. Uh, and then in high school, I would run just to stay in shape because I was more of a soccer player. Okay. Um, Played soccer for a year in college. I don't know if you knew that either. No, I didn't know that. No, yeah. I missed that. I played, it, I played at William Carey College on the coast. Okay. After Katrina, it went away and they moved it to Hattiesburg. But and so, so in high school, I, I would run, but I would tell my high school coach that I would, I ran cross country only to stay in shape for soccer and I did it yeah. just to stay in shape. And that was the only reason I hated it. And I flew off. <laughs> and so, but I would tell my, when track water, I did like track a lot. I told him I'd never run further than 400 meters. Because I did not want to go further than that. I ran yeah. 400 meters. I did well in the 400 meters. Yeah. That's kind of my race. Um, and so that was it. I wouldn't, he wanted me to, he's like, you'd be great at 800. And I was like, nope, that's two loops. That's too long. <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> so I, I didn't, I didn't. I, I, so then I guess when my wife and I moved from Texas to Baton Rouge, I started doing the Crescent City Classic. So I do, which is yeah. in the long. And so I, I would train for that. Then we moved to New Orleans. Um, it used to be, I don't even know if, I'm sure they're still around, but it was NOTC, the New Orleans Track Club. They used to, they were the ones that had the Mardi Gras Marathon before, before it was the Mardi Gras Marathon. It was, it, it was called the Mardi Gras Marathon, but then yeah. Rock and Roll put over. Yeah. Uh, but then they have almost every two weeks, they would have a 5K or a 10K. Yeah. Uh, the, the first time I ran on trail after cross country was the, the great spillway classic. Did you ever do that? No, no, I, I don't, I'm not it's familiar with that. Bonnie, the Bonnie Carey spillway. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I would do that. And so, and so I would do those races and then they had the Andrew Jackson, I think it was a half marathon. And then they had the new Orleans marathon, which it was new Orleans. It wasn't rock and roll at the time. 
and I signed up for the half marathon. And, my, and I remember my wife, I remember vividly her being a physician thinking she knows everything. Uh, she's not going to listen. <laughs> yeah, my wife, she don't listen to mine either. I can say what I want. <laughs> she's like, you can't run more than a half marathon. It's bad for you. I don't want you to do anything more than that. It's just not good for you. It's not good for your body. Awesome. So, okay. I said, well, I want to do a half marathon. I did the half marathon. I don't even remember what year it was. It was years ago. And I can vividly remember finishing uh, by the Superdome in New Orleans. And then we would finish in the half and the full marathoners kept going. Yeah. And I remember thinking those idiots <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, can't, I couldn't imagine doing 13.1 miles more yeah. after I've been Well, I signed up for the marathon the next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, I, and then I'm like many of us, I was like, okay, I, I, I did the marathon. I, I ran, it was like a three, 40 330 my first yeah. one and i and i'm like okay there's this thing called the boston marathon i want to let me let me try to get into that and so then it turned into qualifying for the boston yeah we then i can't remember if i was living at the time in new orleans or if we at that point moved to i must have still been in new orleans and i, I did the louisiana marathon and i qualified yeah. for the uh, boston what was but your time for your qualifying time i can't remember i think it was 309 and nice. I think my qualifying window was like 310. Yeah. And I didn't know that just because you qualify doesn't mean you, you get in. Yeah. 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 I qualified, but I didn't have enough. Oh, man. <laughs> so I didn't get in because I didn't. It was like a minute and change yeah. or whatever it was. And so the next year, that must have been around, I don't know, 2013 that I qualified. 2014, I was like, it's a shoe in. I got this. I've got another year under my belt. I remember hitting around mile 20 and like, it was like the negative thoughts started coming to my mind and then the negative mental things turned into physical things and everything started cramping up huh. and I just I couldn't do it. I, I didn't, I didn't qualify. So then 2014, I didn't qualify. Well, I came back and I, and I trained that year for the 2015 Louisiana marathon. And every time I would run, I had, to, I would say the same things through my head. Like, cause I knew I was going to hit those mental spots again. Yeah. Yeah. I knew like I needed something to be able to be in queue to say like when those mental thoughts started creeping in that I had to push them right out. Yeah. And so I would do that. I would practice it while I would run and I would just say, I don't remember what exactly it was. You had a mantra, like a mantra that you kind of stuck. Yeah. 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 And so then I qualified and that was, that was my, ended up being my PR. It was a, it was a three Oh four. Nice. And I needed to be a three ten. And so I was like, I got, and I got in and and I did Boston. Yeah. uh, And it was, as I know you've done Boston. I mean, you know how great it is. And so what know, year, what year did you end up running Boston? 2016. Okay. So that was, that was, that was the year after I did it. I did it in 15. So yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. What was the weather that, like that year? Was the weather, I don't remember if the weather was, it was, um, it was hot to them. Okay. Perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's coming from South Louisiana in the humidity. I they were complaining about how hot. And I was like, this is not hot. This, this is no awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ideal running, uh, running weather. Yeah. And at, at the time, I said to myself, you know, I trained for it. Uh, but I said, I just want to experience. I don't That's care about my time. So and then, of course, competitive things got over. And I kind of, I ran great. You know, it's, it's a net downhill. But yeah. then I hit the 20 ish mile mark. And it was just like, you can't train for, I mean, you can, it's hard to train for stuff like that in yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those Hills just, they, I mean, I think my time was like, it was slower. It was like three twenty, three thirty. 
that, that's uh, about what I did when I did Boston. I, me and Chris Oden, they ran it together and it was cold and rainy and we just, we just were just run, just doing it, you know, experiencing yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, I remember going and you get, it's just crowd after crowd after crowd. And I've never been yeah. in America like that. And I was just high five every little kid I saw. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I totally got next to me. I was like, this is never going to get old. And yeah. like, Mom, this is old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I do also vividly remember going down Hopkins street. Is it the last street that you go down? I think so. Hopkins. Yeah. No. Yeah. Where, no, where no. the bombing was itself and i yeah. just and i closed my eyes and i i just you know you're thinking about what happened the years before mm, yeah. and just it was just it, your the emotions all came in and it was just like i was just i was a basket case yeah uh, and it and it was just so meaningful with between that and achieving that goal of being able to do boston it was the coolest race and then after that um i had done new york uh oh, okay yeah, I did New York. Um, oh, should I ask if you kissed one of the girls at the college for Boston? Or I, 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 I tried to, but then she pulled away. <laughs> I didn't even know. So I didn't even know that was a thing. And so I'm running with Chris and he's like something like that. You could hear him, you know, ahead of time. And he's like, oh, you can hear him. Yeah. yeah like, wait, I was like, what is that? And he's like, that's the college. And I'm like, what? And so I'm seeing everybody. I was like, what is happening here? And I was, he's like, you're supposed to kiss him. I'm like. I'm mad. I, I'm not doing yeah, that. I, I did not. I was. I'm. I'm much too shy of a person. Yeah, I, know, I know that was weird. <laughs> but, uh, but it was cool. But to me, like that was a cool part because you could hear them. Um, yeah. But almost louder was when we when we ran through Boston University. The, the college kids there could, they came to party. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. mean, I, I, I remember my. Uh, I love to have my family at races, and you know that yeah. I, they're my crew and stuff, and, and and they all traveled. My mother-in-law was there. My parents were there some family friends were there and just seeing them on the course. I saw them, at, I saw them at Boston, uh, Boston university. Uh, and it's just like the best thing ever, you know, That's it's just like, it, I, I remember that too. So vividly just being able to see them there. Yeah. Uh, being so happy about it. It was, it was a cool experience. And New York I, was. No, I can, I can imagine how many people were, cause even in the freezing cold rain, when we, when yeah. I was there, there were still a ton of people out. And so I can imagine that year. And then, for New York, I heard New York is even crazier with all the people. Yeah, New York. Um, I like Boston better just because it was Boston, but yeah, New York was a close second. And the cool thing about uh, New York is you, you go through all those boroughs. And one of the memories I had from New York was I can't remember what bridge you go over like five bridges. You start on a bridge. Yeah, um, and you uh, you're going over the bridge, uh, and again I don't remember what borough you're going into, but you're going into. Um, uh, whatever, gosh, I should know, but you're going into Manhattan. Yeah. And so like, as you're crossing the bridge, it's complete silence. All you can hear is the people that are around you. And then as you're going down the bridge, you start to hear, um, I think it's Madison Avenue. I don't remember which street it is. And I mean, it's just like, you can hear it and you don't see it yet. Cause you've not made that turn. And it just hits you like a, like a wall. <laughs> and it's just like, and then you there and it's like Mardi Gras with roads of people you feel it's like endymion i'm like and again it feels like you're like the rock star because all these people are there yelling for you uh and it was a cool experience and i remember i cramped up bad hitting into uh central park uh and just my legs just like you know you get to that point where they just lock up yeah yeah and i think again i can't it wasn't a lot it wasn't hilly or anything but the those bridges were brutal because you go up the bridge you go down the bridge and the down the down the bridge is where you yeah. <laughs> and like it was just it was a nightmare and i remember 
uh, going through Central Park, just like trying to bang on my quads just to kind of get the cramps out of them. Uh, and just like knowing that the finish was right there, but it was like, I got to get through this because this is terrible. But <laughs> I did. And it, was, it was a cool race, too. And my family, of course, was there, too. My kids couldn't make it to New York because it was during school. But I did take them out for Boston. They were they came to Boston uh, to come see that. And uh, that's my favorite part of the race is to, is to see family. Yeah, um, that that's cool, especially when after you've you've achieved it and you've done and you get to, you know, you get to hang out with them. And yeah, you know, yeah wear the medal and stuff. No, man, I, uh, I think the only time I got really, I've gotten cramps a few times for marathons, but I got real bad. Um, it was doing, um, in Hon- I did when I did Honolulu, it was, uh, cause it was hot. It was, I mean, it was hot and it's humid and stuff out there, you know, it's, it's, whole- and so at the end, but I didn't feel bad. Cause I, while I was kind of, you know, still cruising along, trying to, there was one of the, uh, elites from Africa on the ground, like lay, like laid out there were tending to him. I was like, well, I'm still moving. I'm beating them. You know, it's like, okay, I got <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, it's such a helpless feeling. So, you know, you tried to like, ah, work. There's nothing you could do about it. This is one of those things it's like the horse it's like out of your control so you just got to work through it and think through it yeah yeah so so when did you when did you make the the decision that you know because because your wife tells you uh, half marathon you say oh, i'm roger i'm doing a marathon and then, and then and then when did you decide that you're going to go further than a marathon okay so and again tara bro one of my mm-hmm. patients we we had this discussion because she asked me that question too while we were running and we'll get to Tara, I guess, in a little bit. But yeah. whenever she pays me for voodoo, like we knew of each other, but by the grace of God, I was, they, Tara was like, "I, I want to be with your pay, uh, with your crew for voodoo," and they were, and they were amazing people. And we got to, we've gotten to know each other because we've spent so many hours on the trail <laughs> yeah, yes. with her pacing. But um, I talked to talked to Tara about that because she asked me the same question, and I don't know, maybe you could weigh in. But uh, so back in 2015. No, 2013, I did the Rouge Orleans as a three-man team, which you know the Rouge Orleans. Yeah. It, it, it was it's 126, not really. Yeah, more. It was, it was, yeah, it was more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did it as a three-man team. And so that puts you at about 40-ish miles, but you're stopping and starting. Yeah. So I never considered that an ultra. But and Tara was like, you know, when you think about it, when you're stopping and starting, you don't get any sleep because you got – you got you, you run, two guys run, and then you run again, and you're not sleeping. Yeah, and so yeah. it's a weird thing. And you're, you get, you, you don't have being able to continuously move is almost easier than start, starting and stopping. So yeah. I did three Rouge Orleans between 2012 and 2015 as okay. a DNF twice. One because uh, a friend of mine blew his knee out, and it, we probably could have continued, we could have continued, but again, at that point, alters yeah. one of my mindset, and I wasn't trained up to run more than. Yeah. 20, that much at a time so we we did that so um, we must we must have run the three-man team uh the same year i did a three-man team um what year was that was that i don't remember if it was 13 or 14 i did we did the three-man team uh when it was really cold and windy yeah, yeah i did 2012 2013 2015 okay the 2012 we finished the 2013 15 we had injuries okay that we couldn't finish um and so and so that was the that was that yeah. And so then what happened was, is the year that I ran red dirt for the hundred K Julie Carlson and I were supposed to do a two person team for the Rouge Orleans. Okay. And that was the year that, so that was, I don't remember what year that was. That was probably the first year of red dirt. Maybe 
I think so. I think you, I think you did that, do it that first year. Um, yeah. 2017. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I think it's so. I think so. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and so we were signed, we were, go, we had, we were going to sign up. They canceled the race. They didn't, they had, you didn't have, I don't think we paid her anything yet. That's good. She had a rollover. She had a rollover year. So she had paid. So okay. she was supposed to be in. I was going to pay my part, but then he, they, the race got canceled. And so then Edie said, you can come into our race. And I don't know if it was, a, I don't remember what, what it was, if you got a discount or something like that, but all the people who she offered it to all the people, I think Edie, if she listens, I don't know if she listens. I think she did. I remember her saying something like that. Anybody that got, basically anybody got screwed for Bruce Orleans, you can, we'll give you a discount. (laughs) And so, uh, and so I, I, I signed up for the hundred K other that first year for the, that was going to be my first ultra to sign up for. But, but prior to that, I did like wild azalea, which was my first ultra distance. Yeah. I did. I think, uh, uh, I think at the time it was Cajun coyote. And yeah. I can't remember if it was 20 or 40 mile distance. I think it was a 40 mile distance. And those are the, it might've been the 20. I don't remember, but it was, the, those were my, those, Wild as day was my first one. And it was 27 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was all in preparation for the hundred K for, 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 uh, for red dirt, which was my first, I think I consider my first real ultra. Uh, gotcha. and now, yeah. So how did, how did, how did, how did, how did uh, Frankie like that? I mean, that you were going to do. At that time, I had done all the Rouge Arlene's, okay. had done multiple marathons. Okay. She knew the craziness of the running stuff. And it is, it's kind of a weird, like, we're weird, right, David? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First like, steps admitting it, I guess. Yes. So I think, like, I think she knew, like, this is something that I was into. And, and it, it never come, it never came up again after we were living in New Orleans. And she, she didn't think that it was safe to do marathon. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I think we. I showed her it was fine. I, I I can walk afterwards, and I'm I'm still fine. I'm still healthy. Yeah. Uh, but it was that that was I can I guess would consider my first. Uh, it was the hundred k going into that, one. and that was that was a fun race. Well, and that fun. and that's a huge jump. I mean, uh, you know, sixty two miles from from uh you know what you were doing before. So and um, how how I mean how did you how did you how did you feel? I mean, how did you, I mean what was the you know. Uh, I, I, I vaguely remember it. I had a lot going on in my life at that time, but you know, um, um, you know, how was that? How was it? You know, well, so, you, and you I, won I, it just so everybody knows you won it. You won your I, first I, official ultra hundred K. So you got to yeah, put that, that out was, there. So. Uh, it was wild. And, and okay. So how was it? So, um, I remember, uh, I knew, I, I knew, I think I knew of Edie, um, and I knew Julie, Cause I through cause we're both nurses yeah. and Edie set up a time that we, that we can go have a beer with, with me, her, Edie and Randy. And we went, had a beer and I said, and I brought, I remember I brought my notebook with me and I just had questions. Yeah. And Edie's an amazing, amazing person. You know that I don't have yeah. to tell you that. Oh yeah, definitely. And so she answered all the questions. I had questions about pacers cause I never had used a pacer before. Um, I had questions about what do I need to do about nutrition and she just sat down with me like Edie does. Yeah. And she's the mother of trail running in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. And she's an amazing, amazing, amazing person. And she sat with us and we, we talked about it. And um and and she just gave great words of wisdom. And I, I trained, I, I I read Hal Kerner's book, mm. and it was another book that I read. Uh it's the guy from Let uh I Run Far. 
uh, Paul, I can't remember his name, oh, but he had yeah. a book too. Yeah. Yeah. I read both of those to get my, my training plan uh, in place. And I did a lot of, uh, you know, cause I know we live in Louisiana, but red dirt's for real. And so I did a lot of, uh, a lot of towers and training for it. I don't run on trails just because it's not convenient with my lifestyle, with my family. I, I, yeah. I don't feel like I need to, I, I want to take myself away in that way by having to drive to trail. So it's easier for me to just run mileage from my house. Out the yeah. front door. And so I just ran with, based on those train, that training plan. Um, and it was, it, I, it was a great race. I, I, I won. And I, and I, as a matter of fact, I was terror, terror, terror this. I was like, somehow I got into the, uh, the ultra runner magazine for one of the top, whatever times for for hundred K that year. And I was yeah, like, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and, and, and I, I, you know, I was younger. I was <clears throat> uh, much more competitive. Like now I'll go and I run and I, it's more for myself and I don't, uh, I want to win, but I'll, but ultimately I, I think first I want to do what I want to run in, within myself and to be yeah. able to, to do what I, I can do. And, and, and that's what it's more about for me now. But at that time, I, I think is that marathon mentality. Like you win, you run a race to win or if you can. And I did. Yeah. And I remember Brandon, uh, what's his last name? He lives in Washington now. At, uh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. I know. We were going back Brandon <laughs> yeah. and I, yeah. I think he came in second and I, um, and he told me after the race, he's like, he he was off to the side of the trail <laughs> peeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we do. And yeah. so <laughs> and, and I, I like I just blew by him. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, I'm going. And so, <laughs> and so I had a pacer, uh, my good friend of mine, Renee, he's a PT. And so he was my only pacer. And he paced me, I think the second half of the loop. When the loop's about a 30 mile loop. Yeah. He paced me. Uh, 31, I guess. So he paced me that second half. Um, and it, that was the first time I ever paced. It was the first time I'd run it. Like, like you know, and I, uh, it was just the best <laughs> feeling because running that far, I can remember again, because you, especially in those loop courses like Rocky, which we can talk about that in a little bit, but it's not, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. I like the points and out and backs, but I remember because you know exactly, okay, when I hit this point, I got this much further to go. Yeah, and I remember you hit like a little bridge, and then you come up around, and you can see the tents in the distance. And yeah. I remember seeing the tents, and I was like, "Gone, <laughs> it's on, it's on." Yeah, <laughs> there's a finish line. I'm getting there sooner rather than later. And I yeah. did, and I had a good time. It was like nine thirty ish, nine thirty eight ish, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, nine thirty eight. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Uh, and that was my fastest hundred k. I haven't done hundred k since, actually. Well, yeah, I did it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> when it, when last year when i was training for voodoo i did Edie's lugaroos it was a 60 mile but it was more like a 64 ish so yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 because they yeah they got part of the loop closed so you got to do out yeah. and back jump back yeah. was a bit longer than than it was supposed to be uh but uh yeah i hadn't done any 100 crates 100 crates since but that was my first not so that was my first ultra nice nice i still haven't done 100k man i, st- I still had uh, uh, and i'm gonna talk to you about that because I've been thinking about what, what I want to do next. Because I like to have goals, and I think what I want to do is, is another qualifier for Western. Because I'm, I, I like Boston. I, I just want to do it. I know that's not yeah. some people's thing they want to do it, but that's one of my things. Is is uh, I'd, I'd like the experience to be able to do that. And so I think the next thing I want to do is a is a cool hundred k, 
like in California or somewhere where I can just the see, like I, I was looking at Miwok 100K and yeah. I don't know how hard it is to get into it, uh, but it's, it looks beautiful. Uh, it's not terrible. I mean, it looks, it, it's terrible in elevation as compared to here, like yeah, ups yeah. and downs. But um, it's not like a, it seems like, like I can do it yeah, with, yeah. with what we have here and, and prepare for it. Yeah, well, yeah, we well, definitely. Have, and that, that, that's all you must have read my list because I had like, you know, what, what, what's next? Because we got to talk about that. So, that, yeah, that's good. Um, no, man. So, and and then I think I'm looking at the, I'm, I got your ultra sign up pulled up right here uh, just to make sure, just while we're looking at it. And then, um, uh, I think you and I ended up running together for uh, Beast for a day, uh, yeah. doing the three hour. That might have been that I don't remember if it was 17 or 18 because you did it both, both of those. Uh, I did. That was after. I think that was after the red dirt. And so I was, okay. I wasn't trained up and I didn't really quite understand the concept of it. Yeah. My thing was, I was going to run two laps. And then I think I just, I didn't, I hadn't been training much because I had come off the hundred K. Yeah. I think I, I, I can't remember how many loops I did. I think I did two, but you had to like, once you started a loop, yeah, you, you, you had to finish it. And I didn't finish that third loop. Cause I was like, I just, I just, I'm just doing this to train. And I didn't yeah. finish that. But I remember running with you. And I remember smoking my head. You remember that? Oh, oh my- yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> would you? Would you hit it on a branch I, or something? Like a branch, and that happened at Red Dirt too. I'm oh, not Red Dirt. I had Rocky Raccoon. I was running with Terror, and I was like, "Bam!" And I hit something. I was like, "I was like, where did that come from?" <laughs> she was like, "I think you were looking at Dad, because like you can't. At Rocky as bad as many roots as there are. Like you're looking at every step you take on, on some portions because there's so many roots." And that's what I was doing. I was looking down to make sure I wasn't going to fall because at that point it was past 80 miles. Yeah. You just, I just smoked another branch and I, I, I could still feel it right here. Right here. <laughs> but I remember that. I remember you were like maybe right behind me, right in front of me. And you, maybe you're right in front of me and you heard me hit it. <laughs> you turned around. You're like, you're I, right? ho- I hope I didn't push it out the way and slammed it back on you. I hope I didn't, <laughs> you didn't do that. You didn't do that. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's crazy. No, but uh, so uh, yeah, and that one was. Uh, that's the first time I had run out there at the beast. And that's, it, I just, that one's, that was fun. It's super curvy. A lot my knees yeah. were crazy after that. Cause it's just so many curves and stuff. And I think it was like a five mile, five point something mile loop. And as many times as you, I've gone yeah. back. Cause we have a, we have a camp out by false river. So it's kind of close. So I've gone back and I can never reproduce nearly what the <laughs> course is. Cause it's so weird. Like it's just, it's like so small of an area. Yeah. But you, it fits in five miles with those trails. Um, and so I've run it, before, yeah, since then. And uh, it's a fun race too. It's a cool, yeah. cool idea. Walker, for those of you, for those of you listening, uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, Walker uh, Higgins who I've had on the podcast before. Who's done a uh, uh, he's done a bunch of stuff, but uh, he's done Badwater and and um, and this is one of the races he puts on. So um, anyway, and so yeah, and so I see, yeah, you did Lugaroo forty miler in eighteen, and then and then you went back and did the Red Dirt hundred miler. And you won that one. So <laughs> yeah, that one, uh, that was my first hundred miler. Yep. Yeah. And I'm so glad, like I can say my first 100 miler was one of Edie's races because I love Edie so much. Yeah. Um, and I like that course. I like, I know you're a big Chico guy and I don't get up to trails as much, but to me, like red dirt, it's such a beautiful trail. It um, is and it's a weird course. The way like there's sand, there's big rocks is as water crossings. It is hilly for louisiana yeah. standards um but yeah i ran that one um and i <clears throat> for that one I, I had my parents out there again uh my my kids i didn't start bringing out until the, the next 
100, I think. But my parents were out there. My wife was out there. Um, a good friend of mine, Jack, uh, he's, a, he's a Navy guy. And he went to the Naval Academy. So I knew like Jack was going to be the guy that, that I would need to bring me in to my last hundred. So I picked him up the last, um, I guess it was the last 15 ish miles, whatever that halfway point is. Yeah. I had a pacer for that first half of that last 31 mile loop. Um, and it was, everything worked out great for that one too. I, it just, um, our, our, everything nutrition wise, I felt good. Uh, I was, I was moving good. Um, and I, again, I remember that, you know, I get real emotional, not just in running, but in life in general, it doesn't take much for me to get emotional. And so I remember, I remember again, it was nighttime at that point, obviously. Uh, I remember again, going down that bridge and, and I, knowing the course at that point, cause I'd done the hundred K and done so many the three loops prior or two loops prior knowing where it was and I could see that in the distance where the lights are at that last could start finish and thinking this is it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was just like, I got emotional crossing and I just remember hugging Jack and Julie was there. Uh, Julie was there, I think as well. I knew, you know what? I was thinking about this today. You said a prayer before the race on that one. I think you were you at that one. I don't remember. I think I was, I think, I think I, I was. You know, and I remember you prayed and I was like, Oh God, I, I need all of the prayer. And everything. <laughs> you had asked if anybody wanted to pray before the race. And I was yeah. like, yep, me, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I vividly remember that, um, uh, us getting together and praying for the race and it was great. Um, and, uh, I do that too, a lot during my, I have mantras that I say during my run, but I'll yeah. also, uh, being a good Catholic boy, I'll say some decades of the rosary, yeah. uh, past the time. So those are some of the things I feel like kind of have helped me. And I remember that one of the other things that I kept thinking about during that hundred mile, because it is that first time it just seems like such a, a, like a huge number is that I just, and I've done that since it's just like, except for the Rocky where I DNF, but <clears throat> I, 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 I've tried to put in my mind, like, okay, I, I'm in the mile that I'm in and that's all that I'm going to, I'm going to do. And I'm just going to, I'm not going to, you can't eat an elephant in one day is what I kept saying to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you take one, you take one bite, at, not one day, whatever it is. You can't eat an elephant in one sitting. I don't remember what it is, but yeah. you, you take one bite at a time. And that's kind of one of the other mantras that I kept going through in my head is I kept saying that over and over again. Yeah. Uh, we can't eat it once. And it, and it worked out. And I did, I won that one. That was like 19 something. Okay. Yeah. 1922. 19, 20. And it's, that's a, I still, uh, because I, I mean, when, when we, that 80 put that race on. I mean, I went help her scout out and all that. And I've done the 50 K, but I, I've got to get timing right to get back over there and do that hundred miler there because I've, that's a, and it's an ED race. It's Edie's race. And you know, it's, I just got to get back over there and, 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 yeah, and I think it's now is I want to do the 50 K so I can get all distances. Yeah. Yeah. You need to, you need, we need, we need to incorporate that in your training. <laughs> and it's not the way that it was the way uh, in training for voodoo and then in training for Rocky, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I can't remember what Miwok is. I think it's like almost springtime. Yeah. Um, but that, but I, I definitely want to do that one for sure. 50 K. Yeah. Right yeah. And it's, it's a, what I like about it too, as far as a hundred miler on that first 31 mile loop, you do, you do an out and back, you yeah. know, to get your extra mileage and then you just have two more loops after that. So it's for a loop course, you know, cause a uh, Lugaru is, you know, five loops. Yeah. 
which I love it. And I've trained on it. I love that place, but you know, you got to get, once you get, you got to get past that third, that third one's like no man's land. And like, ah, and then once you get there, then you got, okay, I got two left. And, and that's why, you know, I said, it, I don't like the loop courses, but I think that's why it's not the same when you're just doing those three loops. Um, yeah. It, 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 the loops thing's not my thing, but it's not as bad as in red dirt. Like you, you just, you do that a little out and back and you have three. Two after that, yeah, and it comes by so quick. Um, but yeah, Luger, I've never done, I've never done further than the sixty. And then when I did the sixty, it was out and back because of the COVID yeah. stuff. So, so let's, so what year? What year? Let's talk about the dreaded Rocky DNF. What year? What year was that? That was, uh, was that twenty? That was twenty. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. So that was that was a uh, yeah that was February twenty. So. Yeah. um you know, we talked a little bit about it and, uh, and I thank you for, thank you for, you know, I, I, cause I share all my junk, you know, I was like, I DNF the crash, whatever. And so um, tell me, tell me what happened, what happened during that race. So <clears throat> I was felt like I was trained up for it. I had done at that point in time, I d- had, had done. Oh, you did burning uh, river. I did burn, I did red dirt and I did burn river. So it was my third, third one, which is the worst, right? Cause like the first one you're going to finish, well, you're not going to finish, you're not guaranteed to finish, but you've got that, you got that in the bag. Like that, this is my first hundred. I just want to finish it. And so yeah. that's a moving factor in and of itself. Burning river was a cool course. And so uh, it was easy for me to get to the finish. It was not easy for me. <laughs> it was easy to, to motivate myself to get to the finish. I didn't have a pacer. And so I went into Rocky thinking, I don't need a pacer. I did it for burning river. I ended up kind of having a pacer for burning river because I met a great guy from New Jersey and he had a pacer and I shared probably close to 70 miles with those guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Almost like I had a pacer. We, he, I picked him up at a low time and then I was low around with 30 miles left and he helped and his pacer helped carry me to the finish. And so I thought I was like, I got this in the bag, kind of like I did whenever I was going to qualify for Boston when I didn't qualify. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I was doing great. I think I came in like eight, seven something at the 50 mile mark. Yeah. And I mean, I was moving like, so that would have been moving towards a PR. And I remember it, that, that Rocky was a four loop course, whereas this one was a five loop. So it was right. 25 mile loops. I hit the first one and I was fine. Great. After the first loop somewhere at some point in time on that second loop, I got into my mind that I don't want to be here. There was nothing physically wrong with me. Nothing was hurting. I didn't have injuries. I, I had those thoughts of like, okay, if I trip right now, I can. Make- <laughs> Dude, I've been there. I've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would make it so much easier if I fall down this cliff, or it's not a cliff, but yeah, this. Yeah. Is, and so I, uh, so I thought I, I couldn't get out of that funk, and so I yeah. got. And I would always. I remember telling Frankie and my dad for Red Dirt. Like, don't let me, I'm going to say, I'm going to want to stop, but don't let me stop. And I, and they knew that going into the other races, my dad, my mom, they would let me stop because they're my parents. But yeah, I knew yeah. Frank would be like, get your ass back out there at this point. <laughs> she, she, she's a hard ass and she would, she would be the one to say, go back out there. And so she did. And I didn't listen. I said, no, I, I'm there. I said, if I don't quit now, I'm going to quit in five miles or let's, I just, I don't want to do anymore. And, and that was it. And I, and I had it in my mind that I didn't want to do anymore. And that's what I did. And I, and it just, it fell apart. I remember again, getting emotional because I was like, this is it. I'm not doing it anymore. And, and I, I got emotional, but then I got over it quick before the, I 
eventually DNF. Um, I, and I was okay with it. I was like, this is just not, I, I really was okay with DNF. And like, I, we went out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, like, Sam Houston statue with my, with Frankie and my, my parents. We had a nice dinner. We went to sleep. I, I woke up the next morning. I saw all the poor souls in the hotel lobby that had actually finished. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's supposed to be y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, I, but I, that was it. And I, 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 I wasn't going to, I knew I wasn't going to finish. Yeah. And it was all 110% mental that I didn't finish. And I, it was a great lesson because so much and this is a cliche but it's so much of it is mental but it yeah. hadn't had that experience of not having anything wrong with me except for what was in between my ears that i needed to be able to have like you said when you when you, when when it's bad what are you going to say to yourself to keep going yeah. and i had that this rocky like it was it was a rough race um and I had it. And, and I think having that experience of that, as well as the voodoo experience where yeah. it was kind of rough, um, not kind of, it was really rough, <laughs> but um, to have that experience and to have the people around me, mm. not that my parents and my, and Frank, well, I love them both. Um, they weren't the, but having the right people to pace me, having the bros there, having my friend Dave there, yeah. that are just awesome people, I think helped me to be successful both in Rocky and in Voodoo. Um, so, yeah. So let, let's talk a little bit about, let's, let's talk about Voodoo because, because after that, you know, you and I, um, you know, we started, uh, started a, the, 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 we're friends. We started a coaching relationship and all that. And, and uh, yeah. so Voodoo is, it's, it's basically the Rouge Orleans from Baton Rouge to New Orleans uh, on the levee. And uh, I've done it before. Uh, I did it the last year that it was actually held as the Rouge Orleans <laughs> Yeah. um 2015 and and so um and so you were trained up man you were trained up ready to go it's it's a flat course man it really um it's kind of ideal for how i train it, yeah exactly i mean you're it's it's a it's a good race for you and um now they of course with everything going on uh they ended up with uh was, was it it was permits covid all the things i i think new orleans pulled their uh they they put a stop to it yeah all the stuff going on the walls that they couldn't they didn't although it was like what you know a handful of us on the on a levy the I know. <laughs> but they didn't want to finish in the walls so yeah. they just around after 60 whatever mile it ended up being it was longer than whatever it was like 135 i think yeah it's supposed to be 130 it's supposed to be a point to point but end up being out and back um and you rely heavily upon your crew on, on this one um and uh, this is another Walker Higgins race, and uh, they're not hold, having it this year because it's kind of some of the same things, man. I hope they, I hope they can bring it back because it's really. I do, I, and I told you this the other day is like, you know, as, as terrible as I felt, I, you could probably talk me into doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's such a Louisiana race. You're running along the Mississippi River, and if you can oh. do it from Baton Rouge to New Orleans, like we did, yeah, and you know, and, and it, it's 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 so cool, you know. And so I and hope it can. I, I told you that too. I was like, that's what I want to do. I was like haven't done the Rouge Orleans. Like it's just so Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Long Mississippi, the boats are passing you by. You have the Mississippi river on the right side the whole time. You can't get lost. It's just a cool course. It's a cool concept. I was like, that's, I, I want, when he, when, when Walker, I think I, I was the first person to sign up for that. Nice. Race. Nice. And he said, like, you're the first person to sign up and you run it. And, uh, and I did, I signed up. I actually signed up before you were supposed to sign up. I signed up, uh, 
And he emailed me. He's like, we accidentally opened it up too soon, but it's okay. <laughs> it's like, well, just hang on. <laughs> Hold on, dude. <laughs> uh, up you're supposed to sign up. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> and it, I, I love that concept. And that it, I think it, it, if it comes back, it, I would suggest it to anybody because it's a cool, it's a cool, you run through, you see plantations. Yeah. There's a section through uh, Corville where you, they have the leper colony. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just a cool cool race refineries uh, all oh the- yeah you see Louisiana as worse than- <laughs> yeah, it's worse than as bad that's right that's right yeah but it it it, it was fun it was it, it I so I started at night and, okay. and looking back I started that what was that Friday night that's I, how it I was did the it. because I'm not a night person I am a, I wake up at thirty thirty four in the morning for my runs and I, I'm not a night person but for me to be able to start the night and reach when the sun came up just to do what you got to do during the, during the daylight hours. And then you run that in that next into that next night. It just worked out and it was great. I, um, and that was when I met the bros the first time well, I met, I knew them before I knew of them, but yeah, uh, that's when they, that they paced me and they're, they are awesome. Yeah. So I remember we were, we were trying to like, you know, figure out cause they changed things and logistics were tough. And then, and you know, I mean, and you, you, and I have to say this, I'm going to say that your, your, your parents are amazing. Your dad's awesome. And, and you, you know, he's got spreadsheets that you don't have to create cause he's got it, you know? Yeah. Um, dad, I think that's what he likes about it. I mean, I'm sure he likes to see me out there cause I'm his son, but I think he likes to be able to, to plan. He even sent me a post spreadsheet with all my splits and like analysis and stuff like that. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, and and so, um, and so we were talking and trying to, you know, we need to try to get you some, some pace pacers and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, panic. Yeah. I need pacers. Ah! (laughs) Yeah. And so, uh, Tara, I think, I think you, did you post on mud and guts and that's how you you said, you said, you said, I wish I could come down there. I can't. I'd pace, I'd pace you. I think is what you said. Yeah. You said, but I can't because I think you may have a race or something like that. I don't remember what you had. And you said, post it on Mud and Guts, which is the trail community around here, and see what happens. And I did, and the bros reached out to me almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and, that, and that's that's just man there, and and we we have a lot of those people, uh, you know, around Lafayette area, and um, but man, they are they're special, um, they're awesome, they love giving back, and they're. Um, yeah, they're just some, just amazing people. And so like you, like you knew them, but it's not like y'all were like, you know, super close at the time. And they're like, I'm going to, we're going to come help crew you and run it, run on the levee with you for miles and miles. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. uh, we, we, uh, we, they agreed to pace. And so we thought it would be a good idea to, um, to meet beforehand. So we went and had a beer and, and talked about, you know, what my expectations were and it was pretty much the finish. And, um, <laughs> And so we met, uh, Tara was great. She like had some voodoo dolls that she made that she brought to me, uh, <laughs> or two before the race. That's awesome. Uh, and it was there. I mean, Tara and I got to know each other in that race. Cause she ran, I don't think she thought she was going to run as far as she did. She told me how much she ran. Um, when we were running at Rocky, I don't remember what it is off the top of my head, but it was, it was more than she thought she would because I, she, Tara, Shane's, a quieter type you know yeah but he knows exactly he knows exactly what to say when he needs to say it yeah he, he, he can problem solve and he, he can offer the advice because he's been there done that and he did that both at rocky and at voodoo um he's like okay this is probably what you need this is what you w- this is what we need to do um and and they they got me through there i don't i know we talked about it after the race 
But I told myself uh, somewhere on the 90 something mile mark that I was going to get to hundred miles and I was going to quit. Yeah. And I, and I remember they texted me and I was like, what? He's winning. He's winning. <laughs> I said, I, in my mind yeah. at the time, I was like, this is, uh, that's good. It's hundred miles. Yeah. I've done hundred miles. I, I need to finish hundred miles. I'll, it's good for me to finish. But the bros and the, my, I, the bro, my, my, so the bros were there. My parents were there. My wife was there. Uh, my wife got to pace cause they, they allow people on bikes to pace. So she paced me some, my friend Dave, who, who, uh, who is not a big runner, but he runs, he, he paced me on a bike. And so they, Tara, they got word back that I had some negative thoughts in my mind and they put me back out there and Tara helped me so, so, so much to the finish. Uh, and she, she, she was a companion. I was seeing all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I first hallucinated on the, on that course. So yeah. well, I saw people in windows that weren't there. I saw <laughs> some weird thing floating towards me in the water. Um, I didn't, I do know it was an hallucination. Me and my, at that point, my, another friend of mine who his, his parents came with me to burning river, uh, to help with my, with my parents. And he came with me to Boston to come watch it. His name is Jared Lyons. Uh, he was on a bike at the time with me. Cause again, you could have a bike. He's not a runner, but he could bike. Anybody can bike 135 miles, I think. But, um, he, uh, he, he, we we got attacked by a skunk <laughs> for real, like for real for real yeah, like it was like i was like is that a skunk and and he's like yeah and i was like well, it's coming at us and so like we went down the levee went around with this bubble our friends came back up the levee and then we kept going uh, so we can like not get sprayed by a skunk that would be terrible um, that that'd be a reason to dnf i think uh, I like, he's like he's like let me go out in front of it i guess and see if it'll go away and it like kept running towards us and it was a cattle guard and it was coming towards the cattle guard and i was like uh it's coming at us dude and so we ran down the levee uh went through a barbed wire fence came back up the levee and then it was gone uh but yeah that's when I met the bros and um, it's, Oh gosh, th that thing, you could see the finish cause there's no lights out there pretty much. Uh, you're past the refineries. You're heading back into Baton Rouge cause it's an out and back. Uh, and you're, they ended it at that casino, LaBerge casino, I think. And you could see the lights and I'm like, yeah. this thing is somebody moving it <laughs> away. And then we're supposed to be getting closer. And it's like, we make a turn. I'm like, surely this turn's going to be the finish. And it wasn't. And then, all right, this turn's because you could see it right there. And I was like, surely the turn's going to be a finish. And then we saw, we, 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 you can run through the casino, like where they park. And I'm sure they're like, who are these idiots? And they're all like drunk and <laughs> going in and gambling. And then we finished and it was just awesome. And then, and then like, I finished that and my feet were wrecked because it was, running on that gravel slash asphalt and they were just wrecked after that. But I remember sleeping from, I it felt like somebody teleported me from Baton Rouge to my bed in Lafayette. And I woke up the next morning. <laughs> he, just, he just died for a while. <laughs> he was with my wife. And so she drove, she, she medicine, she drove us home and it felt literally like somebody tele, teleported me to my house. And then it was weird. Cause I usually don't sleep good right afterwards. And then yeah. I didn't, I slept the way home. It slept in my bed and then I was up until that night. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that was, a, that was a cool experience. And so like, just talking about mindset, because, you know, you were, you were ready to, you're ready to just be done, but then, yeah. but then you, you finished number one, you finished number two, you won it. And like, it was worth it to push through, you know? And like, I don't know to, to that, like 
I don't know. And so like, that was one of our conversations before Rocky, you know, is like, okay, you know, it's going to get to that suck. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. And, 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 and let's get prepped for that. Cause it's going to be worth it when you push through. So, yeah, and I think like, I think like having those experiences and I mean, you know, this, and this is stating the obvious, I think, but having those experiences where, where I had it in Rocky, where I, I was going to quit and I did. And then having that experience where I, I was going to quit and I didn't having that mind, having that in your mind and knowing how you work through it. And for me, a lot of it is having the people that I love and I love the brothers. I love my family. I love all my friends that come out there. Having those, those right people in place for me helps me so much to push yeah. through it and having that experience to where I, I, I went through a low and I did get past it after I experienced not getting past it yeah. gave me so much confidence going into Rocky. And I told Tara, when we talked, we met, um, we talked via FaceTime cause we couldn't hook up to another bar, have some beers. <laughs> uh, she said, and I told her, I was like, I'm, 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 there's no way I'm not, there's no way I'm not finishing unless I'm injured. Yeah. And, and that, that was the mindset that I went into Rocky and that's nice. what I did. I finished. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. And so go, and then going into it, you know, because of, and, and so for those listening, you know, Roger's, he's, he's a busy guy. He's got, he's got kids kids are busy and he's got family, you know? And so there's balance and, and, you know, admittedly you didn't, and you even said that I didn't have the best training walk coming in because you had stuff, you know, you had to balance your family and which that didn't help my nerves at all. Like I get nervous before a race, whether I wouldn't say like a 5k, but like I get nervous before any race like this now, even though I know it, but that really was weighing on me up until the night before the two or one or two nights before. Yeah. When I kind of accepted the fact, but I told you, I was like, I feel like I'm not prepared. Uh, not that I wasn't prepared, but I feel like I, there was a lot of stuff going on that I couldn't do some of the runs that I wanted to, because of whatever reason, Yeah, there was runs that I cut short. Cause I, I felt like I needed to, and it made me nervous, but yeah. 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 And, 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 you know, and that was, that was one of the times where like, I, you know, as, as your friend and coach, you know, I knew you could finish. I knew with the work, even though, even though you didn't get to finish all of them, I, I knew you had it in you to finish. And I was confident in that, you know, now, now could you have, you know, done that, which you did great. You know, you did it. You had a great time and all that, which you, you, you would, it would have been a little easier or a little faster had all those things happen. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was confident you could go in with your experience with, the, you know, cause man, after the more you put under your belt, you know, you just have that residual and, and you were still running you, the runs you were doing, you, you know, you didn't miss that many and, um, but you were still running strong runs, you know, and, uh, you are a strong runner, you know, you've got, you've got that, you know? And so, um, so that I, I was, I remember just trying to instill that in you, dude, you could, you know, you, you don't, you know, it is what it is. Get out there and do it. <laughs> you know, I, was and I think you're exactly right. I think ultimately I knew I was going to finish and I, I didn't, I said that out loud and I wrote it down every time I opened up my drawer, in my bathroom, I had, you will finish Rocky Raccoon, exclamation nice. point, exclamation point. Good, and I, good. Every time I opened it, I, I would see that. Um, but yeah, I think had my training gone better, I probably could have run faster. It would have hurt less. Um, but that's part of it. And yeah. uh, I think, you know, we're not elite athletes um, and life happens. And you want to go duck hunting sometimes with the fan. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You just put on some hip boots and that I'm, I'm trudging through the pond. <laughs> like, and that, and that, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not, 
I'm, I'm still competitive, but I feel like now, like it's more about my own experience in these races and, and being able to finish is a win. And I think that that, although I want to do the best that I can do and put myself in a position where, where I can finish, you know, what's going to make me happy, but ultimately the end goal is to finish the race. And that's what I did this weekend. Uh, It was cold. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold. Yeah, and it was cold. I'm, I'm just glad. Uh, I'm glad that the the junk was done by the time you guys, uh, you know, yeah, all the the actual. We, we still have some snow on the ground here, man. Like oh, a little, really? like a little few spots where it was piled up and all that. But uh, uh, yeah, so, it was yeah, really cold. Yeah. So so anyway, so you got out there. We had the we had the the Arctic blast. Uh, luckily, you know, it was it was gonna pass through and and all that. So how did, I mean, how did the race go? It's not, it looked like, you know, I was, I was watching, I was waking up during the night, looking at my phone. Um, so tell me from, from your perspective, this is a, a loop course, you know, you got to do a bunch of loops. And so how did that, how did they go? So it, it was weird to start with. Okay. Because, um, when I did rocket the last time, all it was just prior to COVID, I think. And so there was no, there was a wave start only because of the number of people that I think there was a wave start only because of the number of people It might not have been. Um, but this was a wave start. So like yeah. they said, I can't remember. I think six 30 was my start time, six 30 to six 50. And so like, I remember I went, you, you got your bid the, the, the day beforehand and then you had to pick your uh, ankle bracelet up that morning. Okay. And so I went and got it. Um, and then I walked to the starting line and there's like three of us there, Tara and Shane are there. My dad dropped me off. Cause he's like, there's no parking spots. Cause there's like what 500, 600 people that doing a hundred mile, hundred K in a small park. There yeah. was no park. So he just dropped me off and Shane and Tara were there. Cause they were camping out and it was like starting a training run. Cause it was yeah. like me and two other people, one of which I ran with this uh, girl. I met Kate who's awesome. And so, uh, and we we're like, do we just go? And someone would <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Cause like people are just starting. And so like, you just walk to the starting line and you just yeah. start. So it was like, there was not the pressure of trying to, of having that ego take over you. And I, I want to run with all these people because they're going yeah. fast, start of a hundred mile, start of a race. Yeah. I did. I didn't have that ego. So it was almost a blessing because yeah. you, you just, you walk to the starting line. We were like, we looked at us and I even said to him, the guy didn't think it was funny, but Kate thought it was funny. I was like, <laughs> ready, said <set>, go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the girl, she was like, Kate was like, she kind of laughed. The guy was like, uh, he didn't laugh at me. <laughs> and so we did. And so we started and I like, I went out. So I was like, and we talked about, I went out super conservative. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think my second loop was fast. It was my yeah, second yeah. loop was fast. My first I saw that. And uh, I went out. We shared mileage together. It was her first hundred. Uh, we talked about, you know, everything you talk about in the ultra, which is everything because you don't know the person sometimes. And yeah. the thing for me is, and I know kind of, I never run with people hardly ever for my training because of the fact that I run from home to save time. So I don't have to worry about, you know, leaving family or commitments, bringing kids to school. So 99.9% of the time for a trainer run, I'm running by myself just because I have to. Yeah. So when I'm, when I'm able to run with people, it's like, I don't even run with music for the, for the majority of the race because I want to talk to people. Yeah. And I, I, I so I ran with her for the majority of that first loop. She kind of fell behind and I knew that I needed to go a little yeah. bit more and push the pace. And so I, I did let loose from being with her, but I, I knew that having her with me that first loop was great because 
unfortunately she dnf oh man yeah but um but we i got in contact with her facebook messenger hopefully we'll we'll stay friends like we always kind of do seems like with these races and so i I finished that first loop um and i went into my second and i I felt great i i I ran that that next loop which was another 20 mile loop so it was at, at 40 miles still feeling great and then i knew at the 50 mile mark, I could pick up my first pacer, which was Dave Pilon, uh, which he paced. He was at my first red dirt for a hundred mile. He was at voodoo as a pacer on a bike. He's not a runner, but he's just a great, awesome, amazing guy. Um, and he's, he just talks to you about whatever, you know, and gets you going through it. And, uh, he's not super fast, but it was okay. Cause at that point in time, I wasn't running super fast. Yeah. Um, I did drop him. <laughs> but he knew it. so he was just gonna run one segment which is around five-ish miles yeah was, so he was gonna run 50 to 55 ish and then he and then we got to that next age station which was the last age station prior to the start finish and he said i want to run some more and i said cool i would love for you to run some more with me uh and so we did but he he said look i'm gonna run but don't feel like you need to stay with me I'll, you know, if you feel like you need to go, you go. And so I did. Um, and just prior to that, just prior to meeting with Dave, I met with this cool guy named Franck from France. Yeah. Franck from France. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, man, it's like, it's like God sent you here. Cause I, for one, I can remember your name. My wife's name is Frankie. And yeah, two, it's your, your Franck, just like Frankie. So we're supposed to be together. And he's like, when he asked, he, he asked me, he said, he said, can I run? Do you want, he, and I cannot do a French accent. <laughs> I'm in a not, I'm not in the right spot physically and mentally. Do you mind if I run with you? And I said, no, I would love for you to have share some mileage. And that was somewhere in that second loop. And, um, we did, and he was, he was bad. You could tell we didn't talk a lot at first because I didn't want to like put him in an awkward position and, or make yeah. him talk when he was not feeling right. Um, but we were there together and that helped me a lot too. Yeah. And, and he's like, and at one point he said, um, we were at that point talked here and there. Talked about my, you know, my wife's maiden name is Guillo. He's like, yeah, this is from the such and such region of France. And I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. And, uh, and he said, uh, do you mind if I start singing a song in, in French? And I said, no, go ahead. And so he started singing the song in French. That's awesome. That's kind of random, dude. That's- totally <laughs> random. And so, so that was that. But then, yeah, then, so then I met up with Dave. Ran with Dave. Um, and I did. He, I did end up leaving him in that last five mile segment which was my favorite segment, that segment uh, between the last age station and the finish, not just because it was the last age station, and the finish, it was just the most scenic. It's not the most scenic courses, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, but you get to see the, uh, the pond, the lake. Um, and it was cool. Um, and so what really got me emotionally there was I was going to be able to run with Leona um, from 60 to 64 ish miles. Leona is my daughter. Yeah. And like, how, how old is she? She's 12. That's and cool. so, um, and so like she, w- she wanted to come, my sons came with me to burning river and it was awesome to have them there. Um, but she wanted to come and she wanted to pace and she probably quite honestly could have paced two segments. Um, uh, but she did awesome. It was funny. I don't, I know we haven't talked since then, but so we, I picked her up at 60 and before that, I'm just thinking in my mind, I'm like, this is going to be the best experience ever. And it was the greatest experience of the whole race, being able to share those miles. Cause it's something I'll remember forever. And I hope that she remembers for a long time to be able to share those miles with her. Um, but she's, you'd have been proud, Dave. 
she was like, <laughs> she sort of, she's, we're, we're running. We picked up our headlamps at that point because we knew it was going to be dark. We put our headlamps on um, and, and we're running down the trails and she's 12. So the headlamps obviously don't fit her well. And she's like, it's not fitting well. And I was like, here, give it to me. And so we stopped and uh, so I can like tighten it for her and I'm like struggling with it. And she was like, don't worry about it. It's taking too long. Let's go. We got to move. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so they're like, right on. Let's go. <laughs> so I was like, you can just hold it in your hand if you want and just run like that. And so she did. Uh, but she was checking in with me. She's like, are you sure you're getting enough water? Are you getting, are you getting some calories? And so like, she was like, it, it was like the 10th time she paced as if it was, but it, you know, it was the first time uh, that she's actually had pace, but it was, it was a cool experience. And so then I ran that segment with her and I knew, after that segment, um, I had 10 miles ish, I think before I was going to pick up Tara. Yeah. Um, and so, I, uh, I, that was my like next thing, like in my mile, that milestone in my mind that I had to get to and that I could get to, to continue on. And I was like, okay, again, you can't eat that elephant in, the, in one bite. So you got to take one at a time. And so I knew like that was the next like milestone that I would, that would get me to keep moving. And so I, I you know, I picked up Tara at the second, at the uh, second to last age station for the start, well, the last age station before the start finish. And so she ran 26 with me. Nice. Um, but it, it was more of a run walk at that point. Cause it was just, uh, I noticed that last lap was a little slower than the others, but <laughs> uh, then like, the, uh, uh, I guess. Okay. So probably around mile 90 something, I wasn't doing good from a calorie standpoint. Yeah. And I, in my mind, I couldn't, I didn't think about it. I was trying to take on as much real food as I could because the gels were not going yeah. well. And, and I, I stopped and I said, Tara, I was like, something doesn't feel right. Like, I don't feel good. There's just something not right. And she's like, okay, what's going on? And she taught me through it. And she said, okay, when's the last time you ate? And I said, oh, I had this at the last aid station. She's like, you need, you need some calories. Yeah. And she, we had some potato chips. And so she's like, eat this slow and go. And in my mind, I'm thinking of like an escape plan of like, okay, I, this is that situation where I'm not going to finish. I know there's some, there's weird. There's these houses on the side of the state park. I was like, I know there's these houses up there. She's going to have to get, she's going to have to run ahead to those houses to get help because I'm not going to make it out of here. <laughs> yeah. Ultra brain dude. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not going to make it. Like I, I don't feel it, like my chat, like everything was just, it was a weird feeling. Dave. Huh. And so I, I really thought at that point in time, like there was a chance that I couldn't finish because it, it just didn't feel good. And you're like at nine, 90 something. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. 10. Um, and I, I just knew like, and then, then, then that thought creeps in your mind, like really 10 miles, Roger, you're like, you can do that. But I thought like I wasn't going to be able to finish. And so she said, eat that. And she said, do you have gel on you? And I said, yeah. I was like, but they haven't been going well, but I was like, she's like, you need something. And I, so I, I, I ate the chips. It stayed, it was okay. And, and then I took a gel and that it was like made the difference. I was, I was able to start after a little bit, I was able to start to run some, yeah. not much, but I was able to run again. Um, and we just, we made it to the finish, man. And it was like, it was awesome. <laughs> I saw that. I like the picture at the finish line, Tara smiling. And you're like, yeah, that, that that's so was, cool. That, yeah. Like I said, it doesn't take me much in those times to get emotional. And, you know, and it is true. Like I think about like, it's, it feels selfish to be out there and to be able or to, to ask people to help you with something that's uh, to get you to your goal. And I, you know, I appreciate my parents and, and my family and, and even the bros just, they sacrifice this time to help you out. 
and like they're such awesome people and yeah. i did i got kind of emotional then just to know like that they were there to help me to the finish uh and tara wasn't gonna you know she she wasn't gonna not let me finish yeah. unless something was bad happening and she didn't like we finished and it was it was awesome yeah <laughs> I, uh i i hit probably 200 meters left and i was like like i was for all those i'm like I, i'm running the rest of this in yeah because the finish line's right there and I, as soon as i get to that finish line as soon as i, I could stop and i'm I did, done I, <laughs> I sprinted in and i was like I, I, I you know there was somebody finishing in front of me and it wasn't even the person that was finishing it was a it was like their crew that wanted to run in with them. Yeah. I'm coming up behind them. I'm like, on your right, on your right. <laughs> Get out my way. I want to finish. And I could hear Terry yell behind me. She's like, Roger, I think she was trying to say, like, just let them finish. Let them have their moment. We can finish our own. But I'm like, not going to happen. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. My moment's coming first. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, it, I wasn't trying to catch the person. Yeah, I just yeah. really wanted to finish. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the way. <laughs> I know. I know that feeling, dude. Just is there. I'm. I'm done. Yeah. So, how much? I, I don't know. With it being, uh, I mean, a redemption, man. Because you know, after after being out there before, and then uh, did did it make it that much more sweeter? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I you know, I kind of told myself going in, uh, before I picked up Leona, I was like in my mind, I, <clears throat> I said there's, it, I had said it before. And it just kind of reaffirmed it. I was like, there's no way I'm not finishing. Like I'm going to finish it. And it motivated me to have my daughter with me. Yeah. Uh, to be able to have those, to be able to, to, the thought of having that experience with her and her seeing me be able to do this, you know, cause you know what they asked me whenever I didn't have last time was cause they weren't trying to be mean, but they were like, well, why'd you quit? <laughs> like, when you, like, it's like twisted, uh, twisted. <laughs> your child says to you why did you quit it really sends things home and so like i, I didn't want to, i was like there's no way i'm not gonna finish yeah. I, I want her to see me finish this i want to be able to run with her i'm gonna run with her and and yeah it was such the redemption um it was a hard race because it was it, we're not used to cold weather and that weather yeah. was brutal yeah. uh, it was 21 at the low. I ran with a guy for a little while from Oregon, maybe Colorado, and they were commenting how cold it was here as compared to there. Yeah, um, it's a more humid. It's a yeah, wet cold. It's not a dry cold. Like it just goes through you, and it's just it was bad. And I think that kind of contributed to me not taking the calories in that I should have that late in the race because my body was just trying to warm up. Yeah, but I I wasn't keeping up with the calories like I should have mm -hmm. um, because my body was just trying to stay warm and it. I, I needed to take on more calories when I did. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, like it was, it was awesome because of the fact that I didn't, and I was able to go back and finish what I started, which is what I told you I wanted to do. I want to, when I signed up for it, I was like, I'm going to finish what I started. I'm not going back. I don't think yeah, I'm done, done with that one. <laughs> that's a, it was a beautiful race. The, the race directors, the, the volunteers, everybody was awesome. Yeah, uh, the people out there were awesome. It's a big race. I like running around people because I don't get to usually, but I don't need to do that again. <laughs> well, and that's kind of that's how I am with a lot of races, though. It's kind of like once it's done, like there's so much to experience in so many races, you know. And so, yeah, you know, check check it off and go race somewhere else, you know. <laughs> so, well, and, and so okay, so from a coaching perspective, you know, uh, so that's one thing: calories. You know, staying on top of calories. And I think everybody listening, we've all that happens, you know, you get funky, you, you get, 
your stomach gets weird and you just, you, you stop on the calories for Bigfoot. That was my main issue. My, well, I was puking. Um, but I'll be, I, and listen, I'll be, I'll be hundred percent honest with you for Bigfoot. I, I probably could have kept going, but because of the lack of calories and everything else, I'd ran all night with no calories and my headspace yeah. was bad. I went like almost 20 miles, like that headspace you were in at Rocky. That's probably where I was. Cause I was like, I am done. This is, this is, I'm, I'm, this is stupid. I am not having fun. And so I got redemption. I got, I, I gotta, I gotta go get some redemption at <laughs> Bigfoot so, <laughs> at some point. So, but, um, what other, uh, what other takeaways, man? I'm going to be able to pace you for that, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Come on. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm, I'm thinking next year will probably be uh Moab cause I've got some credits and then the year after that'll be Bigfoot. Um, to, 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 I got, I, I gotta get redemption, man, on those things. So, uh, Moab, that was another story. I was about to die. <laughs> I was like, that was, that was not a headspace thing. That was a, that was a hyper death. Yeah. Yeah. That was, ugh. but, um, anyway, so what, what, so calories, what, are there any other, like, uh, any other takeaways, like lessons that you learned that, that you want to just make sure and like, you know, for the next race, I need to need to do this differently or, or, or even positive stuff, man, I guess big positive is surround yourself with the right people. You know, that's that for, for me as a motivating, like I can't do it. And I can't do it alone. I've done it alone with, you know, but for me, it helps me so much to have supportive people out there yeah, uh, with me and, and surrounded by that. And that helps me a lot. Um, Cause that motivates me to see people out. It motivates me in and of itself. And I said this to a friend of mine, whenever he was paying Jared. Uh, and it, we talked about this the other day, like that mode, that in and of itself, is a motivating factor for me to know what you've given up to be with me motivates yeah. me to, to the finish. Now, from a calorie, from a calorie standpoint, and I told you this before, I usually I, I'm not far from my dad from a plan standpoint. Like I usually have baggies full for every single aid station of what I need to take the next one. I wasn't like that this way. And I don't know if it's because I've done some hundreds now. So I kind of know what to expect. Yeah. I haven't done a lot, but I've done some. And so I didn't do that. This one, I, I knew that each loop I needed to go out with this much calories. And for me, I was, and I told myself, I was just going to rely on what's on the aid station. And I even took gels from the aid station and I used those and that's not smart for me. <laughs> yeah. But I did, it was fine. And like, cause I, I, I knew like, I, I, I just didn't, it wasn't in my, I don't know why but I didn't plan that out the way that I, I usually do. I knew that I was going to go out with tailwind yeah. The tailwind kind of got weird again. Like I started having some swelling. Of course, Shane, bro, the amazing guy he was, he said, you know, you maybe need to back off on the tailwind, try some other calories. Cause I was having some really bad swelling yeah. in my fingers. And yeah. that was like after the first loop. Yeah. Um, um, and for maybe it was a second loop, but and I, I, I didn't, I didn't go into it with the planning from a caloric standpoint and nutrition standpoint, which was, it was okay. Um, it worked out. Um, but I, yeah, I, I just kind of rolled with it, which was a little bit different than I typically would go into. Um, I usually have a spreadsheet like my dad with what I'm going to have for each a yeah. station. And I didn't do that this one. And I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I think you, we can get to the point where we, we kind of know what we need and we have a, you know, base, especially when you have like a base, base calories and tailwind, you know, when you're drinking a base calorie and you know, you got to supplement, you know, so much and that, yeah. It, yeah. And I'm kind of, kind of the same way. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you are. I'm getting to where I want to 
get it done, do well, but enjoy the races and, yeah. you know, not stress as much over them, but still do well. I'm, I'm yeah. in the same boat, man. <laughs> I feel like I'm there right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, I'm ready to get to the finish. And I do want to get there as fast as I can, but I don't put as much pressure on me as I, as I did in those earlier races and especially for the marathons and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've lessened the pressure, which is kind of a nice thing. Well, man. Uh, well, congratulations on, on, on doing it, man. You got it done. You, 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 you put in the work, you, you, you did it, you know, and, and, uh, you know, proud, proud of the work you put in and you just, you, I don't know. You just, you, you want to, I, I know, you know, with the other people I, I coach and stuff like that, you, you, you do the work and, and it's, you know, there's some exceptions, but and then knowing that you're out there running by yourself most of the time, which is kind of like what I do for the most part, but you know, a lot of people have to do groups. It, it takes a little extra oomph to get out there by yourself, especially when the weather's stupid and, you know, you, you just get out there and do the work. So I don't know. Kudos to yeah, you, man, for getting it done. <laughs> I do. I, I do want to give a shout out to you, man, because you're our such a, a, a motivating guy. You say the right things. Um, you don't, you don't, your understanding of life and uh and i do appreciate you so much and what you've given me from a coaching standpoint um i never thought that i'd have a coach and it's i've enjoyed it so much um and i knew like you were the right guy whenever i signed up for voodoo and i'm glad to have kept you around as a coach because of your experiences in those longer distances and it's helped me so much and it's taken that pressure off of me to have you around to be able to to bounce things off of when I need to bounce things off of and to talk. Cause there's not many people that I talk to about my running, but I can talk to you about it and you talk to it, me about it. And you know, the things to say and how to say it back to me and, and give me the information I need to have because you've been there and done that. And it's been a great relationship. I think. Well, uh, I, I appreciate it. Man. Coach, man. Well, it's, been it's been fun. It's been, it's been, I, I enjoy it. And, and, uh, Anyway, it's, it's, it's been, it's been good watching you do. And, it, and it's, a, it, I, I'll admit it's kind of hard. Like, cause I'm, I'm a dad, I got family, but also like, I want you to do your best. So it's, it's, there's a struggle there. Like, yeah. all right, you know, it, but I understand, you know, and, and, you know, you just, there's, 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 there's trade-off and some of those, this time with your kids, I'll, I'll be honest, even when you said you had, you know, your daughter was going to pace you a little bit. I'm thinking, you know, like from a, from a coach, I was wondering like, what you were thinking. I was, I was kind of like, okay, you know, like you sure she can, how long and all that, you know? And, and, oh, and, I, was dude, like, oh. and I, I was like, I, I was, I thought about that when I was like, I bet David's going to hate this. <laughs> well, I cannot. Just concerned. Like it's concerned, you know, concerning. Cause like, you just don't know. And I don't, you know. And, well, that's a 12 year old that now I'm responsible with after having run 60 miles. I was yeah. kind of stressed out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's me, like, it's like she, she was a rock star and like it it truly was the best part of that race yeah. was being able to run with her but like she did her she i, I don't know if the bros like gave her some cliff notes and on what to do with <laughs> i bet you they did <laughs> yeah i think they did because she knew what to say and when to say it she knew what questions they need to ask she knew like okay stupid move let's move <laughs> screw this light you gotta move dude. <laughs> that's, that's great <laughs> so, and like uh oh and she so she said um she said at one point, she's like, you know, you're going to be in my crew the first time I do my, my first ultra. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to start uh, crying. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. <laughs> no, uh, she, uh, it was for career day her last year. She dressed up as an ultra runner. She wore one of my packs. Dude, I love it. I love it. That's great. <laughs> career day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, oh this, is, this is 
awesome. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Dude, that's uh, so cool. I don't want to like influence it too much, but this is amazing. Yeah. That, that, uh, no, yeah, that's no. sweet. And, and, and that's one of the things, like, I knew it was going to be a carrot for you out there. And, you know, just practical standpoint, I'm just like, okay, you know. Yeah. It, was yeah. a, it was a ballsy move. It was, yeah, it was a ballsy move. It worked. It worked. It is. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, like, from a motivation standpoint, like, it really helped me. Yeah. And at that point, I think we're doing 11, 12 minute miles. Yeah. Um, which she can do. She can do. And I knew she could do it. And she could do it faster than that. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, it was bad. And it wasn't like my, it was awesome for Burning River. I had my sons there. I want to give my shots to my sons in case they listen to this 10 days down the road. They're awesome too. Uh, John Parker and, and Keller came and uh, watched me and paced me or not paced me, crewed me for Burning River. Nice. And they were out there. Uh, and I remember uh, um, the, when I hit the first aid station in Burning River my, in Keller, who was, let's see, uh, it was what, three years ago. So he was uh, four at the time, five. I hit that first aid station. He said, are you finished? I said, no, I've got about 97 more miles. <laughs> Not even close, but <laughs> they're awesome to have. And they, they, uh, Leona didn't make it to the finish. She fell asleep around two o'clock. Yeah. Her cool. mom, which I was glad that they, um, they didn't stick around to the finish because they didn't need to be there. And they, they did their part. They were out yeah. there and supported me when they could. Yeah. Uh, but it was awesome to have all my, my, my people out there. And I think what? that's, that helps me a lot. That's what I was going to say, dude. As, as, as a, as a dad, even, I think, I think it's awesome that that for our kids to see us and it doesn't have to be ultra running, but to, they see you, they know you get up early in the morning. They know you train, they see when you, you know, they might be there when you get back home and you're all sweating and stinking and stuff like that, but they know the work you put in and then they, they get to see you accomplish. They see your buckles and you know, they know, and that's something that like, you can't just speak. They see that, you know, yeah. and they see that Actually. that my dad does hard things, but he puts in work to do hard things and they need to see us doing that, man. That, that's, that's what kids nowadays need to see that you put in work and you get rewarded, you know, even though yeah. it's running hundred stupid miles in the woods and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Smart. But yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent like that. That's why I like to have them out there so that they can see like they, this is the work that, that we put in. Sometimes you don't finish. They call me out on it for that first Rocky. Yeah. But some, if you put the work in and you finish it and they, they're there to celebrate your successes with you and point out your failures, but that's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, you need yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, 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 and as, as a dad, they know you walk that line, you still spend time with them. You still love on them, you know, and that's the same. I mean, we, the reason we get up so early in the morning is so we're, we're not taking as much of our family time and all that. So we do make sacrifices, but, um, you know, we, we keep it to a minimal as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> well, man. Uh, okay. I got to ask you the quick, cause I forgot. I've been forgetting. I got to ask you the equipment questions real quick. Okay. So people can, people can hear. So, uh, which shoes, which shoes did you wear at Rocky? Okay. Well, so I'm, I'm a road guy. So I typically run in Newton's. Yeah, which is weird in the trail ultra world, I think, except for Harvey Lewis, who runs in Newton's. Um, but with those warts that came up, uh, I switched to Hoka's. I, I had done Hoka Clifton's before. They ran too narrow for me. So I took a gamble and I got Hoka ATR Challenge, which they they sell as a, a road slash trail shoe. So I'm like, that's perfect. And so they were awesome. And that, that might be my shoe from now on, even if I even when I'm running on road. Um, so Hoka 
the Hoka ATR challenge, I think is the name of it. Okay. What I, but typically I run in Newtons and I'll still run. I, I'm like, I see the shoes behind you. I have <laughs> a bunch of shoes that I typically go through all at the same time. I went by go run G E A U X, you know, yeah. that. yeah, that's and, right. You know, I got some, uh, some new balances that the guy sold me and they were all right, but they weren't, they weren't going to be suitable for trail. Yeah. Um, but uh, they helped me some because they were more cushiony than the Newtons are, but I'm probably going to stick with the Hoka's I think at this point. Nice. From the Newtons, you probably would do well. I, I'm not just saying this, cause, but the ultras are zero drop and you know, Newtons are good for that. But I, I, I mean the, you know, so it's kind of the same, but just- I, I, I'd be willing to try them too. I, I, I had some lone peaks from the first hundred K I run. I, I think I, at red dirt, I got some free ones there. Okay. Um, yeah. And I, I ran with those, <clears throat> but that was at the time a Newton guy. So I just kind of ran in my Newtons. Gotcha. Uh, the Hoka's I think uh, for sure. But yeah, I might try some of the ultras, especially the one that you say the Olympus, I think is a real cushiony one. Yeah. Those are, those are, those are sweet on the feet, man. <laughs> yeah. So I might try those too. Cause at this point, as we're getting older, it's that cushion shoe, man. Like you can't even, I couldn't even feel anything in those Hoka's when I ran with them. It was just like running on clouds, man. Yeah. As you get older, you lose that fat, fatty padding under your feet. And uh, so I used to, I mean, my first hundred was at Chico in the superiors. That's super thin. And oh, I ain't doing that now. <laughs> I can't handle that on my feet, man. So, uh, okay. So, uh, and then uh, watch, we need to, we had a little drama with the watch beforehand, but that's really just. <laughs> so I, I, the Coros are awesome, is awesome because they sent me for free uh, a replacement of the charger, which the charger kind of got wonky. Uh, it did die on me, which I think it typically would have lasted the, the length of time that I ran, which was 22 and a half hours, but it died at with four miles left, I think. Okay. So I think I'm going to, it's probably time to buy a new one, but, and I'll buy a chorus. I have a chorus pace too. And okay. I bought that one because it was the cheaper of the options for chorus at the time. Yeah. I'm going to probably up it to the next level for chorus okay. and purchase. I was a Garmin guy before that. Uh, but it didn't have the hours and the ones that I had, I had the Garmin 450, but the Coros pace two is what I've been running with. Gotcha. Um, and I like I like Coros and <clears throat> I like it better than the Garmin. Not that there's anything wrong with the Garmin. I just, yeah. it, it, the core, I was, I could have charged it, but I didn't, the charger that I have wasn't working well. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't charge it when I ran Rocky while I run, while I ran because the, the charger was, it was messed up, but the new one's working fine. Gotcha. Okay. And then, um, uh, what pack, what pack are you wearing? So I have the ultra spire, uh, the one, um, you know, which one it is. Is it the, the, the momentum? Yes. The momentum. Yes. Um, that's a great pack. Oh, I love it. It's, I can, I have had a, I've had a Solomon and an ultimate direction, uh, both with the, with it in the front and it would just bounce so much. It just yeah. aggravated me and I would get like chafed from the bouncing. Um, not just, in, but mostly my shoulders from where yeah. it would me raw, but the, the ultra spire momentum with in the back has been awesome. You have uh, the two, the 2.0 with the little magnets back there. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like, I, I, you probably, I could have run with just my, I, you wear a naked belt too, like yeah. 99% of the time. Yeah. I, run. Uh, I probably could have run with that with just a, a soft flask in the back. Yeah. but it bounces a lot and i just didn't want to have to deal with that and it's so like you can't feel anything bouncing with the it's, it's such a great pack the ultra spire um that there was no reason to not use it even though i probably could have done with less and it's not even worn a pack 
but it, yeah. yeah it's it's a cool it's the best pack ever I love yeah it. i love it i, I did I had the one and then now I have the, the two. In fact, I did, I can put a link. I did videos for both of them. Like um, what, oh, really? you know, what, what I like about them they're on YouTube. They <laughs> some review. Oh, of them. Now, so you have this, you have the two pockets like you typically would for, for soft flask in the front and I could put nutrition in one, my phone, in the other one. Yeah. And then like, I've got some spots uh, for like, I have like uh, some cell tablets and I bring Tums with me all the time and some uh, uh, hammer electrolyte tablets. And I, those are there. I have a place where I stash trash. It's, just, it's, it's, it's the best pack. Ever, it even has a sure. little side thingy. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. got stuff everywhere. It's got, yeah, it's perfect for a hundred miler, especially with eight it's stations. Awesome. You could, you could stuff like I, I was going to bring my jet. It was so cold. I thought yeah. I was going to have to, I, you could put jet, your jacket in the back, that back section where you, I don't remember where I'm with a bladder, um, yeah. but it was, it's, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. And I like that too. Cause if you need to take something off, you can stuff it back there or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's perfect. Cool. Uh, what, and anything else do you do? Do you do toe socks? I don't even know what, what kind of socks you do. Okay. So I, for the longest time where I was running in, um, exoskin toe socks mm-hmm. and I still love them. Um, the, with the, with my friends, the warts, um, <laughs> uh, and I, I did this in voodoo. I, I started with the, the, uh, the exoskin toe socks and i switched to these dry max that yeah. are kind of thick yep um, and they were just they were extra cushions that i i, did, I never ch- usually i'll change my shoes in, in longer races at least once yeah. and i didn't i didn't change my shoes or my socks the whole time <laughs> I, had, I had those dry max on uh and they were great and i'm gonna i'm i actually went to go run and to try running to see if they had more so i can have a second pair just in case and they didn't have them because yeah. as a matter of fact that was another thing like i lost one to the laundry ferry a <laughs> yeah. and i found it my me and lana were about to leave to to, to get out of here and, she, and we were like let's sit behind the laundry or the the washer and dryer and it was there it was like i was like oh <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so i found it before and i wore those uh dry max socks and so i'll, I'll probably use get some more of those and, and probably primarily wear those. When I'm training, I wear whatever I have. Yeah, but same. Race, I wear Dry Max. Gotcha. So now cool. I'm going to switch Dry Max, yeah. Cool, cool. That's kind of high. I have my training socks, and then I have my, my you know, long, well, if I do a long run on trails, I wear, uh, you know, I do. I like the exoskin toe, toe socks for those. But um, anyway, otherwise, I'm just wearing regular socks. I get it from Amazon or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The shorter runs, I don't, I'll wear whatever ones I have. Now I do. I exclusively wear my socks for running, but yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm not picky for trainer runs at all. Yeah. Any, anything else you use, man? I think that's, that's all the major stuff. I think that's yeah. all the tailwind. Uh, yeah. I switched to, uh, I, I was using spring. I think you used spring. It, it didn't yeah. sit with me after voodoo. So I, okay. I switched back to Huma. Okay. Uh, with the Chia it, and that, that was my go-to gel for the most part. I also did some, um, some hammer uh chews which were awesome cool um yeah and that's about it tailwind I, I, and i do like uh the uh oh shoot what's the name of it it's another drink it's the one i told you that tastes like strawberry medicine what was that one was it it was uh, a scratch you oh you can you can yeah you can i didn't have any for this race but i trained a lot with it okay um but i didn't i didn't bring any because I, I ran out uh but tailwind's the primary liquid nutrition i use although it kind of we have a love hate relationship, but I'm, I'm with you. I can't do tailwind anymore. So it's, it was my friend for a long time. Then it betrayed me. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, well, man, uh, I, I look forward to, you know, we'll, 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 we'll keep chatting and we'll, 
look forward to, to what the future holds, but man, good job. And, uh, man, I thank thank you for letting me walk the journey with you, brother. It's been, it's been oh, fun. Man, I appreciate you so much, David. And yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm still looking. Um, but Frankie says she wants to go to someplace cool for the next race. So I got some, I-, a- I got some ideas. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I want to do something not too crazy from a, uh, you know, cause it's hard yeah. to change for that, but I do want to do a Western qualifier, something okay. in California or something like that would be cool. It'll be one country, so she'll be onto that. Yeah, uh, nice. But it doesn't have to be California, but someplace different, yeah. um, where it's something pretty to see. And I'm excited. That makes that makes me excited to think about that. I love that, dude. Just go someplace you hadn't been and run it, <laughs> and take your yeah. wife with you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, brother. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna let you go, and uh, but uh, you take care, man, and we'll talk again soon. Oh yeah, man, this was fun. 